The miracle is the adverbs, the way things are done. Daniel Handler. I believe the road to hell is paved with adverbs, and I will shout it from the rooftops. Stephen King. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Stephen King is wrong. <laughs> Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee S's. This December bonus episode, we're going to get into another one-on-one battle, and this time it's over adverbs and whether they should or should not be used. Yeah, as an author, I am a fan of adverbs. I'm going to be pro-adverb today. And as an editor, I'm going to be anti-adverb because there are better ways to phrase things. Not always. (laughs) But first, before we duke it out, and I will win, do you want to tell us what an adverb is? So the technical definition, which I don't like, is a word or phrase that modifies or qualifies an adjective, verb, or other adverb or word group, expressing a relation of place, time, circumstance, manner, cause, degree, etc. Examples, gently, quite, very, really. Somewhere, now, later, after, usually, anywhere, because... And a lot of words that just end in L-Y. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> generally, if you can replace it with an L-Y word, it's going to be an adverb. Because L-Y words mostly are adverbs. So one of the reasons I don't like the definition of this is growing up, and even still as an editor, I struggle keeping adverbs, adjectives, and so on straight in my head. They're all just vague concepts that I've never really been able to define in my head. I know how to use them. I know where they're used. I just don't know what they're called. Yeah, the the cultural nomenclature for parts of speech is kind of obscure unless you're in the know already. So for a loose definition of what we're talking about today, something that's modifying a verb more often than not. So one of the reasons that we wanted to talk today about adverbs and use a bonus episode for it is... You're wrong. (laughs) Lee is very passionate about adverbs and can talk for a very long time about them. But taking this opportunity to talk about adverbs and their uses and when and when not to use them will hopefully help you apply them correctly in your writing. Because even I will admit, not all adverbs are bad. And even Lee will admit, sometimes adverbs need to be taken away. It's all dependent on the proper use of them. Yes. We've talked about our writer's toolbox in November. And one of the things we mentioned is everything is a tool. And if you are using the wrong tool for the job, you will not get the job done. And if you are omitting any tools from your toolbox, it'll be that much more difficult to get your job done, which is one of the basic reasons why I am very pro-adverb. They exist. Let's use them. It's part of any part of communication. Let's first talk about the actual uses of adverbs. Two of the most common ways adverbs are used are to modify verbs, hence adverb. It's in the word. And that's modifying a verb like ran to give it a definition quickly. Not a great use of an adverb. It is a terrible use of an adverb. (laughs) I will agree there. But that's just a very simple example of a use of an adverb to modify a verb. 
The other main use of an adverb is to modify an adjective. These adverbs are your very, really, etc. So, bouncing off of that, I quickly ran to the store. We agree quickly is a terrible adverb. But if I use the adverb never, I never run to the store. It completely changes the sentence. Do not omit that from my sentence because I will smack you upside the head. Never is an adverb? Yes. Is it really? Yeah. I thought it was an adjective. It can be. Okay. They just exist in my brain. The word because (laughs) is an adverb. These are useful tools in your toolbox. In the same way, I will cite the rule, never end a sentence with a preposition. Preposition being a word, generally a small word, that shows relationship between two things. And that's why that's a rule, is because it should be showing relationship between. Therefore, it should be between the two things that's showing relationship. But that is a rule that we've basically ignored as a society because it's a rule that comes from Latin. And it's a, can I say BS rule? It's a BS rule. So going back a little bit to the modifying adjectives, you have your words like very and really. These are terrible, terrible adverbs. There are so many better ways to say something instead of she was very excited, just excited or ecstatic. There's another word that can be used for it. I'm going to go ahead and quote real quick from William Ellen White. He said, never use the word very. It is the weakest word in the English language. Doesn't mean anything. If you feel the urge of very coming on, just write the word damn in the place of very. The editor will strike out the word damn and you will have a good sentence. (laughs) While I approve, there is a time and a place for the word very also. Not only am I thirsty, I am very thirsty. There's got to be a better way to phrase very thirsty. Yes, but as we will talk... Parched. Yes. (laughs) As we will talk about later in January, I believe, the rule of three and using a word in relationship with other words is part of storytelling, is part of the craftsmanship of writing. So if he says he's thirsty, she says she's thirsty, and then I say I'm parched, It breaks that rhythm and it changes it up so that the first two look redundant. If he says and then she says and then I say, there's a connection between the three characters that we are establishing with the use of the same word. So if you want to use that same word, very is a useful way to emphasize one over the others while using that repetition intentionally. As an addition to your point, as I was researching adverbs and their uses, how to use them correctly, I ran into a website called Enchanting Marketing, and they laid out mostly in regards to advertisements and marketing, how to use adverbs. And one of the examples that they used was the Apple website. And the Apple website is full of adverbs that are used correctly. One of the ways that they say that adverbs are used correctly is for rhythm or repetition. So in the Apple example, it says the speakers in iPad Pro aren't just high fidelity, they're highly intelligent. So that's an adverb that doesn't really add anything other than that feeling of good repetition and rhythm for your story. And that's when it can be used correctly. But if you're using highly intelligent in a different context where that repetition isn't there, there's a better way to phrase it. Or just simply intelligent. That tells us that they're smart. 
do we really need to know more? Yeah. One of the biggest uses in storytelling is the rule of three. So when you have repetition intentionally in a story, it emphasizes something. It builds a motif. It builds a theme throughout your story. Adverbs are a great way to access that tool. Again, if there is a better way to do it, then there's probably a better tool to be using, like saying brilliant instead of highly intelligent. Okay, awesome, but highly intelligent for those speakers is a better word for it. So that is your, you listeners out there, that is your call as an author, which is better to communicate the idea that you're going for. Which is relevant to the rest of the phrasing around it. One of the arguments I often see is you can phrase it differently. So enthusiastically, you can say with enthusiasm. As an editor, I even disagree with this one because with enthusiasm and enthusiastically, with enthusiasm is unnecessarily wordy. If you're saying he walked enthusiastically, you can say he pranced or he danced across the room. That is a better way to convey the idea that you're going for than say, he walked with enthusiasm or he walked enthusiastically. Neither of those are good. (laughs) Yeah, you'll see a lot of people going, well, there's a different way to phrase it. I will agree. There are a lot of ways to phrase stuff. The question is not if there is a different way to phrase something, but is the other way better? What is the best way to phrase this sentence? Yes. Sometimes you have to look outside your simplistic vocabulary and reach for something that's a stronger way to convey your idea with the same meaning, with the same context and feel without that adverb. But if you can't find one without that adverb, just use the adverb. Thank you. I really hate arguing your point. I, I, I win. I think I win this round. It's a shame to see authors confine themselves to clunky writing because they're trying to follow this advice of adverbs are evil, when really adverbs can be the best way to communicate what you're trying to say. And that's where a good editor comes in, because a good editor who knows their stuff can identify those adverbs and suggest better ways to phrase it without the adverb. That doesn't mean saying with enthusiasm. They can look at it and give you those words that work best. So if you're writing and you can't come up with the best way to phrase it, phrase it the way you can and talk to your editor about it. Your editor might actually know what they're talking about and give you the words you need. Or if you do not have an editor as awesome as mine, you can put in whatever you think is best right now, then come back to it later. In your first draft, write whatever comes to mind. In your second draft, when you're working on the craftsmanship, when you're editing it, you'll have a different concept in mind anyway. So highlight it, circle it, make a comment on it, whatever you need on whatever platform you use to write. Make note of when you're using those adverbs to see if there's, when you return to it, a better way to phrase it. And I mean better, not a different, a better way to phrase it. Thank you. Because replacements are rarely better than just using the adverb. So let's move on to another thing that I often see in writing that is the worst way you can use an adverb. It's using it with the word said. I'm going to start it with a quote. Never use an adverb to modify the verb said, he admonished gravely. 
To use an adverb this way, or almost any way, is a mortal sin. The writer is now exposing himself in earnest using a word that distracts and can interrupt the rhythm of the exchange. That was said by Elmore Leonard. Okay, as an action author, rhythm of the exchange, that last bit of the quote, is incredibly important to me. And I say incredibly as an adverb. It is important to me, yes, it is incredibly important to me. Because having that rhythm and exactly how long it takes you to read that dialogue tag is part of how the story comes across. If it takes you three quarters of a second more to read the dialogue tag, it changes the rhythm in which you interpret the entire sentence. In my mind, you should never say said quietly. You should say whispered. You should never say said loudly. You should say shouted. In your point of it can slow down the more words you use, saying said something in a way they said it is vastly slowing things down. So no, you shouldn't be using an adverb to modify said. Unless you're intentionally slowing things down. Momentum is incredibly important. Why would you want to slow things down? Because it's taking slightly longer to brush the finger through the hair if you brush it gently. Yeah, but that's not modifying said. Okay, yes. (laughs) But if you are trying to buy time because somebody is thinking through what they're saying... And that's why you're using a dialogue tag, because that's basically the only reason in my world to use a dialogue tag in the middle of the line that they're saying. Unless you need to identify because multiple people are talking. Yeah, well, at that point, you put an action at the beginning or the end of the sentence. You don't put it in the middle unless you're buying time. (laughs) So my counterpoint to that is that people skip over said. They don't read said. Exactly but they do read whispered, which will buy you that time you need. They do read shouted, which will buy you that time you need. They do read these other words. They skip over said because they know what it's saying. Yes. But the other words without the adverbs are still useful. (laughs) Said being an invisible word is part of my point because it's slowing the moment down because you have two words instead of one. It's a word and a half, okay, because it's an invisible word, but it still slows the moment down. So does whispered. And all you're getting is the content of the adverb. So does whispered. (laughs) And you don't have to have the unnecessary said. (laughs) So if person A says five minutes and then the stage manager elbows them and goes, no, you're supposed to say it so everybody can hear you. And okay, five minutes, she said loudly. That changes the context of when you would use it. Because she said five minutes. She said, boring, straight line, whatever. Read past it quickly. Stage manager says, no, you're supposed to say it loudly. Five minutes, she said loudly. That goes back to the repetition, though. Because it is a use of repetition intentionally as repetition, that's different. So there are very, very, very few cases where you can use an adverb to modify said but only if it is used in another way that is an appropriate way to use it, such as repetition. Otherwise, just use whispered. Just use shouted. Just use the many other plethora of words available to represent how someone says something. And this is where I get really passionate because I hate reading something that says said quietly or 
Oh, the worst line ever to be ever written. Was this the Twilight one? Yeah. (laughs) There are times when using a replacement instead of said is actually worse. But this whole line is just bad. No, 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 because this doesn't have adverbs. Therefore, this should be a great line, right? Arrow laughed. Ha ha ha, he giggled. That's the greatest line ever written, right? Because there are no adverbs in that. He used giggled. I hate it so much. (laughs) I absolutely hate this line. So for those of you who don't know, this is an actual line from the Twilight series written by Stephanie Meyer. An actual line. Arrow laughed. Ha ha ha. He giggled. Just because there's no adverbs doesn't mean this is a good line. This is a terrible use of repetition because it's not repetitive. It is redundant. Thank you. (laughs) That's the difference. Again, it's all how it's used. It's where it's used. It's why it is used that matters when it comes to an adverb. If you are using it because that's the only thing you can think of, then try expanding your verbiage. And on that note, please refer to the end of November. We had an episode on using a thesaurus. Refer to said episode before continuing this one. Expand your verbiage cautiously. Don't even say it. (laughs) Cautiously is an adverb. (laughs) You're just making my point for me. It's a useful part of the writer's toolbox. (laughs) When used correctly. Correctly. Okay, yeah, I challenge you to go through a conversation, make the conversation feel natural without using an adverb. Okay, so when it comes to using adverbs, a lot of the reason why they are suggested to just be removed is efficiency. Making sure that you are not dragging the pace of the story because you're throwing in a bunch of unnecessary words. It is a relatively new building, but utterly devoid of individuality. Relatively, utterly, both of those adverbs. It was a new building, but devoid of individuality. Do those say the same thing to you? Do those convey the same emotion, the same flavor? No, they don't. There's a more vast feeling to utterly devoid that gives it that depth that otherwise isn't there. The crematorium must not have been very busy that day since the casket was taken right away. The crematorium must not have been very busy that day since the casket was taken. The right away, in this case, is a phrase acting as an adverb. That changes the information being conveyed in the sentence. Being taken at all versus being taken right away. Having that adverb changes the flavor of the sentence. So again, it comes down to why it's being used. If that is the only way that you can represent that idea completely, then use it. But if there is another way to phrase it that still has the same meaning and the same feeling behind it, then find that other way. Efficiency is very important in writing, especially in these days, because people don't have a long attention span anymore. We're used to being able to skim social media and get the highlights of the news in 30 seconds. We're used to being able to open up an article and read 30 seconds and know exactly what we want. It takes a special brand of person to read a book and read it all the way through unless that book is compelling all the way through. Slowing down with unnecessary words 
with unnecessary adverbs that just drag the story is going to harm your book more than help your book. I would say that's true of all words, not just the victim here, adverbs. It is true. Anytime you can shorten a phrase is better. So I'm going to use an example again from Enchanting Marketing. That's the website that I mentioned earlier. And they have four rules for how to use or how to know if an adverb should be removed from your story. If you delete an adverb and the meaning of a sentence doesn't change, remove it. If you delete an adverb and the sentence weakens, try finding a stronger expression. If an adverb modifies a verb, try picking a more accurate verb and delete the adverb. And then when in doubt, delete your adverb. (laughs) But if it changes the meaning of the sentence entirely, which is not an option given in what you told me, then the adverb belongs in the sentence. I mean, that's kind of the beginning one. If you delete the adverb and a meaning of a sentence doesn't change, remove it. Yeah, if then else. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So these are just some really quick bullet points of how to use an adverb correctly in your writing. Because even I will admit, as I have throughout this entire podcast, unfortunately. That I'm right. (laughs) That you're not, you're not right. I am right. Not right. Because I am also right. (laughs) We are both right. And we are both wrong. There are times to use an adverb and there are times to not use one. Did I ever tell you my getting hot and bothered in the middle of the checkout line because of adverbs? (laughs) Did I tell you that story? No, please do. So I was in the middle of a checkout line at a local grocery store and the checker had a water bottle that had a bunch of stickers on it. And one of the stickers was pronouns matter. Ask me. And I was like, pronouns matter. It's adverbs that are under attack right now. I was ready to go into a a linguistic rap battle with this person about how it's adverbs that really need to be getting the attention. And then I realized pronouns, right. LGBT, all of that movement. That's what she was talking about. So by the time I got to paying for it, I figured it out. But like most of the time I was in that line, I was... Ready to go to bat for adverbs. Yes, 100%. (laughs) That's awesome. I want to end this episode with another quote. This is a very good quote to help you remember when and when not to use adverbs. The secret of good writing is to strip every sentence to its cleanest component. Every word that serves no function, every long word that could be a short word, Every adverb that carries the same meaning that's already in the verb, every passive construction that leaves the reader unsure of who is doing what, these are the thousand and one adulterants that weaken the strength of a sentence. William Zinser. That is a good quote. So if you listeners out there want to let us know that I have won this battle, this verses of pro-adverb, then go ahead and give us a a shout out, give us an email, message us on Facebook so that Lee can know that I won. (laughs) But even more important than that, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.